Okay, thanks for joining us for episode three of Spice on the Homestead. It's a little bit of the modern homestead, the spicy version. We'll just talk about a little bit of everything. And uh, I've been talking about uh, community and um, saving America and some things like that recently. One of the things I want to talk about today is a little bit of a change up, though. I want to talk about uh, credit reports and credit reporting and and uh, sort of um, you know what that what credit should be used for and how it should be used uh, for the modern homesteader. Uh, this world that we live in. Um, well, let me let me start this way. So first of all. My philosophy, there's, there's what I call the Dave Ramsey philosophy, right? And, and Dave Ramsey gives great financial advice, and he gives us an avenue that if we start off um, uh, with that sort of philosophy, it probably saves us a lot of grief um, early on and uh, probably helps steer sort of the way that we, we do things. Um, and, uh, you know, the philosophy of, of not being in debt uh, is an important philosophy, but there's also a distinction to that, right? And uh, obviously, if we had enough money to, you know, buy homes and, and all those sort of things, it would be a, uh, a an ideal situation uh, if we had enough cash to do that. Um, but that isn't always the reality that we live in or where we're coming from. And um, as much as I love my parents, and I love them greatly, uh, my parents uh, never taught me a lot of uh, good lessons on money. Uh, so, you know, when I went to college, one of the first things I did, and this is so stupid, guys, one of the first things that I did is, you know, that that day, those of you who have been to college, that day when all the credit uh, creditors come to college and they have the open house, and, and there's literally, like, if you go sign up here, you get a free certificate for pizza. If you go sign up over here, you get a couple of two liters free and that sort of thing. And I literally, and, and that's as simple as it was. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not exaggerating this a bit. It's as simple as it was. I signed up, and next thing you, you know, I had two credit cards in the mail that were sent to me. I mean, just sent to me. And all I did was sign up. I never had credit. I didn't know uh, how to manage credit. Um, wasn't something... Uh, uh, that I was taught, and uh, and frankly, as much as like I say, I love my parents, it's just not something that they were uh, good at or or handled well. Uh, uh, looking back, retrospectively, um, and, and understanding that, and, and like I say, I don't say that as any any. Um, I mean, my parents gave me what I needed most, which they gave me a loving home, uh, where I saw them exhibit. Uh, love for each other, love for fellow man, and the ability to fight through um, when mistakes and things happen uh, in relationships and in the world. And they've been married for 50 years this year. God bless them. Um, but just like you and just like me, no parent is perfect. So, uh, you know, when I got that credit card, I man, I, I'll tell you what, I just, I was out there buying stuff and, you know, oh, I can just pay for it later and and uh, I got myself into a little bit of uh, trouble. And, and by today's standards, you'd look back and say, yeah, that's no big deal. But I got myself into a little bit of trouble with um, having uh, to, to make credit card payments that continued to grow, and, and I couldn't get them knocked down. Um, so I swore off uh, after uh, we got married, um, my wife and I, and you know, I, we had this discussion 
uh, we swore off credit cards and we swore off we did everything through cash um, we bought uh, you know our last house um, before this one with cash I mean we, we just um, we really uh, um, did things uh, um, in that cash world and, and there were, were a lot of positive things about that, that that allowed us to do a lot of things uh, but it was naive when it comes to um, the ability when you have four kids to help kids with school to um, help them start off on the right and, and help them to understand how to operate in the world so I think it's important uh, for a homesteader to understand uh, their credit credit in general uh, and how it can really affect your life how it can mess your life up but how it also can affect your life in positive ways when it's used the correct way so I want to tell you this story um, about I don't know probably four or five years ago just looking forward I said man my kids are coming up on college age you know um, I, I just I've never I haven't even paid attention or looked at my credit you know for ages and so I uh, signed up with, uh, and they aren't a sponsor or anything, maybe they should be, but uh, with creditkarma.com, and I began to uh, track my credit religiously, and I began, and they, you know, they give you little lessons in there and how to improve it and that sort of thing. So I went out, and I got a, a credit card, and I started to use it judiciously and pay it down and use it and pay it down, use it and pay it down. And uh, as I did that, um, I continued to see my, my credit uh improve and, and uh you know that was a good thing it was a good thing because it helped me to understand the system which you know we live in this world system with this this credit rating and i don't i'm not a big fan of the credit rating i'm going to tell you why here in just a moment uh because the agencies that that handle it are uh imperfect and it is um it is definitely slanted in creditors favor and not your favor but we'll talk about that in just a moment but we need to arm our children with understanding how to deal with that. So uh, my oldest daughter, you know, hey, I, I showed her how to sign up for that. She's got a credit card, and she's learning how to use it uh, judiciously. Still, have, you know, I, I've got, uh, uh, well, with COVID, all the kids are, are at home now. Um, but, you know, I was going to say, I still have three others at home. One is in, uh, I've got two kids in college total. Uh, one is in uh, medical school for pharmacy, and one's in uh, college for engineering, and the other two are in high school. Uh, so, you know, w as I learn, they're learning. Um, but, you know, credit is something that I think is a tool that should be, uh, should be used judiciously, and we should teach our kids how to uh, use it that way. And I think of this verse in the Bible. Proverbs 14, 4 says this. Where there are no oxen, the manger is clean, but abundant crops come by the strength of the ox. Now, I, that doesn't mean go out and get a credit card. But, but what it means is that an ox takes a lot of work. When you make a commitment to own an ox, that means that you have to have a manger in the first place. If you don't have an ox, you don't even need to ha worry about having a manger, right? But you have to have a manger. You have to make sure it's clean. You have to make sure the ox has a place to stay. You have, a, have to make sure that the ox, that, that you take care of its hoofs, that you feed it, um, that you uh, keep it safe. And when it gets sick, you give it medication. And there's maintenance around that. And there's certainly this level of simplicity that if you don't have an ox, you don't need a manger. You don't have to worry about that. And, and you can um, make do without it. But there's also this truth of the Bible that is shared in Proverbs 
uh, Proverbs 14.4, where it says, Abundant crops come by the strength of the ox. Now, uh, I want to make sure that everyone understands this. Uh, being a Christian doesn't mean that you take a vow of poverty. What it does mean is that we recognize that God has given us everything, the ability, the, the health, the, the physical um, drive, the mental capacity, and even blessings of resources and where we live and how we're raised. And, and, and God has given all that. So uh, when we look at the Old Testament and we see Abraham, we see a, a man who was rich, but he was also very humble and he, and he served and followed uh, the Lord. And, and so never confuse Christianity with poverty. In fact, if we treat everything the way that we should, as in it's God's, let's do with it as God would have us to do. Let's give of our time and our talent and our treasure. If we, if we treat the stuff that we're given that way and we give back to God, we give back to God's people, we give back to people in need, when we do that, God uses us as a conduit or a channel, if you will, to, um, to be a blessing to other people. So, uh, you know, my point is, is that just because somebody begins to make some money or you know they aren't living in poverty that doesn't mean that's an anti-christian value it is if it's driven by greed and selfishness but poverty there's no virtue in poverty and there's there's no um evilness in wealth unless either one of those distract you from following our savior jesus christ so with that said i began on a journey to uh, monitor my credit because I wanted to build it up because I wanted to have uh, a little bit more uh, leverage on some things if I needed them, um, it, you know, without having to put out cash. And there's this balance where uh, when you can take um, money and what it's earning for you as you have it put away versus money that you can borrow. And when you pay back, pay at a lesser rate than money that you have in a bank. And that's all, you know, I'm not a financial advisor, so don't take any of my advice. Just listen to my story. And uh, that's, that'll be best for both of us. Uh, so, th you know, there's that, that balance. And when you begin to look at that, it makes sense sometimes to borrow um, versus pulling out of where you're earning more uh, than what you're bar what you're paying back in in borrowing interest, right? So that aside, I now religiously monitor my credit report, and so um, with uh, CreditKarma.com, they make it really easy. Uh, it's easy to um, to keep up on it because they send you emails and when things changes. Now, don't misunderstand me. They are trying to hawk credit cards and all kinds of things like that. My credit uh, rating is excellent. Whereas a few years ago, I didn't really even have one. I mean, five plus years ago, I didn't really have a real credit rating because there, you know, it says you have no accounts. So um, I didn't have any accounts or anything like that. So I, I began that process of building those accounts up because it had been way more than seven years since, you know, I had, had credit cards and, and made missteps with them or, or had uh, financed something. So um, every month, every couple of weeks, um, I'm monitoring my credit report. So I get into my credit report, and, and you can do this as often as you want through credit, 
uh, Karma. They update once a week, though, just so you know. Um, and, and I was going through, and I was looking, and it said um, that on one one reporting agency, so they use Equifax and TransUnion are the two credit agencies that they use. And on one of those, on the Equifax side, it said that I had an unpaid uh, collection so something went to collections, which I didn't even know, and that it was unpaid. And so as I begin to investigate, it's $30. And I'm like, I, I spend more than $30 accidentally. Why would I not pay a $30 bill? And I begin to look, and oh, it's a medical bill. And I'm like, okay, you know, medical bill, I know that I get those because, you know, I'm a father of teenagers who participate in sports, and it seems like, you know, we, and, and braces and all that. So uh, I looked, and the uh, the medical bill was f- our local hospital for a visit for my son uh, back in 2018. And I asked my wife, and and you know, I'm like, well, I don't know, maybe we missed it. Not, it, it. Anything's possible. So I asked my wife. I said, Hey, do you remember a thirty dollar payment? She says, Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I paid that. Now keep in mind, it was two years ago. So so, you know, sometimes you just doubt yourself, right? So I said, well, we need to find out. So we contact the um, we contact the Warren General Hospital, and uh, they sent us a thing. And said, sure enough, we paid it. So I disputed it when, when I didn't have evidence. Uh, I disputed it because I'm like, um, this has been paid, da 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 da. Uh, and then it came back, and there was like three options. It could be confirmed, uh, denied. Your dispute could be confirmed which means you're right, they take it off denied, which is you're totally wrong, or updated. Those are the three sort of um, responses. So it comes back the first time, updated. And it must be some automatic system where they're in cahoots with collection agencies because the collection agency just had to verify that they had the account number right. That's all they had to verify. And and they, they said, and their verification was, yep, we have the account number right. So that was the confirmation, or not the confirmation, but the update. So then the, when that comes back, I'm like, well, doggone it. So I take a picture of the uh, document, and I go in, and I do a dispute again. And you can do this dispute right through uh, Equifax. They, they have this. So a picture, say, hey, look, this is paid. It was paid one week after we received it, way before it was ever said to be sent to this collection agency, was, which was like a year later. And, uh, and so, you know, I'm waiting, and it takes up to 30 days, of course. Uh, you know, COVID, slow response. Well, it is about seven or eight days later, and I get a thing that, hey, it's your confirmation or your uh, dispute is uh, closed. So I go in and look, and sure enough, it's just updated again. And I can't even tell what it's updated now. And I'm like, what do you mean updated? That you have documented, you know, documented proof that I don't owe this money. So I dug around on their website until I finally, and, and it, was, it was painful because you have to go through all these queues and pages till you finally get a phone number because you know they just they don't want you to bother them you know they're, they're only they're only hindering and, and you know keeping track of your life and your purchases and your your credit payment and uh uh and then assigning you a scarlet letter over it they, they don't want to be hindered by you uh so i call them up and yeah you know i have to go through a bunch of different cues on the phone till i finally get an individual and the individual was it was obviously a call center in India. I mean, it, it, you know, it is what it is. It's outsourced. 
and I go through with them and I walk through everything, you know, and I had to get four um, ways to, for them to know that it was me and all that. Hey, okay, identity theft, I get it. But if somebody's wanting to try to make my credit report better, they can steal my, my, uh, my identity and make my credit report better if they want to do that. Um, but so, you know, I go through it and then uh, I explain to the guy, listen, you have a picture. It shows the account. It shows it's paid. It's from the hospital. I don't understand how you can just say this was updated because you didn't update it and it should be removed. And he goes, oh, you're absolutely right. I'll do that. So he goes through that and he gives me a confirmation number. Of course, he says, well, it could take it. Uh, it'll take uh, 30 days, 30 to 60 days, potentially 30 days is what we anticipate. But it could take up to 60 days to get it fixed. So within five minutes of the guy looking at it he could make the determination that what i sent in was correct but i don't know if this is a game well i'm gonna tell you uh whether i know it or not here's what i think i think that this is a game where um they're in such close cahoots with the credit reporting agencies and the collection agencies and and that I think that they're in such cahoots that the system is weighted against you. So a couple of things. You need to make sure that you're staying on top of your credit report because things will pop up on there that you paid. Whether you paid it on time or not, if you paid on time, it could still show up as you not paying it on time. So check it. Check it regularly. Sign up. I would recommend creditkarma.com just because it's what I use. And I'm very familiar with it, and it's very effective. And they they even give you little hints on like here's you know, so you're utilizing this much of your credit. If you uh, drop it below this number, you know it gets better. The length and age of your accounts, you know, help your credit. And, and I don't care about a perfect credit score. Some people are are worried about a, a perfect credit sco uh, score, which is 820 or whatever it is. I don't remember what the number is. Um, I'm not looking for a perfect credit score because I don't care about that. But what I do care about is that it accurately reflects what I'm doing and what I've done. And uh, so you stay on top of that because sometimes that'll, and then don't give up because after a couple disputes, I felt like giving up, but I was like, nope, I'm gonna pursue this till I talk to a person. And in general, here's good advice in life. Keep pursuing what you want. Keep pursuing what you need. And that means that, that uh, don't just fall for whatever the system says. Well, this is what the system says. I can't do that because the system says this. If you know it's right for you, you need to push and pursue. And you're saying, well, you want me to become a Karen? Let me speak to your manager. Well, you know what? Let, let's think about that. Um, I don't want you to become a shrill, crazed man or woman uh, who don't, who, who do things irrationally, but if something is wrong, if something is, I mean, actually incorrect and contrary to what it should be, then yeah, if you need to contact the manager, contact the manager. Start with the individual. Talk to them. Don't just jump to that. Work through the system, but if the system's broke, you don't have to live in that system. We can change that system. So I know this isn't like normal homestead stuff. We're not talking about planting seeds and that, but I am trying to, to, to help you because guess what? A good credit rating can help you in so many ways. And you say, well, yeah, but what if I, you know, uh, you know, what about going into debt? Well, I want you to think about this. 
I want you to think about this. Most people don't buy their, their houses with cash or their homesteads with cash, or their land with cash. And the better your credit rating is, the better and lower your interest rate is. So if we understand how the system works, even things that we say are good investments, because we look at land and house as an investment, you know, when we go out and purchase it, we expect that it's going to increase in value. Now you can't, I mean, anything is a risk. Anything's a risk. But when we look at house, we look at that as a good debt, a necessary debt and a good debt. And so when you're planning for your homestead, if you want to get the best rate, the lowest rate, if you want to get the best terms, you need to have good credit score. So you need to manage that just like you manage your crops, just like you manage your, you know, uh, rotating out things and, and maintenance on your house and all those things. You're going to manage your credit, too. So I want to encourage you. I just want to say check those credit reports. Don't trust systems that are set up against you to just automatically work in your favor. You're going to have to work against, you're going to have to work for yourself and against those. Just a quick story. So um, our house, uh, we have an escrow on our house for taxes and insurance. It's just the way that we set it up. And so they're supposed to pay the, in, the uh, taxes every year. <laughs> we got a notice that the taxes weren't paid for two years ago. And we started fighting this eight months ago. Then the new, next taxes come out. Those weren't paid. So we had to deal again through the phone. My wife did this. And it took eight months to get everything fixed the right way. Because there's a lot of ineptness out there. And people will say that they're doing something and they won't. So you have to follow up, follow up, follow up. Don't give up. Work hard. Work hard. Uh, you need to protect yourself because other people aren't going to. And that's a lesson you need to teach your kids. So with that, I just want to say um, it's important for your homestead. Uh, and if you're and blessed in a, in a way that um, everything is paid off and everything is done by cash, God bless you. That's great. That's not where most people are. And I'm just talking, I'm the modern homesteader. I'm just talking to the reality. I mean, just think about this. In order for me to just live in my house between taxes and insurance, I need thousands of dollars every year. So as much as we may think that, you you know, oh, look at all this hard work. I own this. We all, we all rent our property from the government. That's just the truth of it, brother. I'm just telling you, that's the truth of it. So uh, that said, um, you know, go out there, check that stuff. Take care of yourself. Take care of your families. Uh, pray for us. We'll pray for you. Be safe out there. God bless you.